0: able to offer you guys so many different aspects when it comes to pursuing becoming your own person with the external always engaging in our everyday life since there's you, us and the external and then the different topics and ways that people can actually do searches to help themselves in these moments beginning whenever it is you begin to actually look for you know someone that inspires you or there's always at school right with mythology stories um those messages i would say begin a type of knowledge that there are ways to be more of you to grow power to have a, a way of becoming successful this way usually is that outside view right so while we can break it down with the physiological components the philosophical ones are some of the more fascinating for we can dabble in many different perspectives and in many different uh viewpoints but also the substance that comes it's so rich of emotion people love motivating and inspirational speakers for a reason they create that emotion they empower through the message and in fact those individuals are in what's the word um an embodiment of that message they couldn't inspire if they didn't hold in their heart what they speak if they don't believe this is where we all know if you don't believe in something to the depths of you you're not going to share that same oomph of energy because the heart the heart of every human being is always the motivator this is that unique aspect that i get to introduce in different ways for us because while the rest of the world seems to keep giving input outside of us not relating it to being the infinite higher human potential being you are so categorizing every one of those inspirational motivational techniques and messages and ways to it's you the amazing human being that you are it's through the way you think about things it's through the way you feel about things it's in that way that you choose what you're going to do with the emotions that are coming they don't remember to give you the keys to that power the ultimate keys essentially not because they don't want to they're giving you their message and you're the one seeking it because you're the one who's looking for that empowering message this is where it will always be the individual who can rise to the infinite space now this part is of also choice and that consciousness we speak of as a human being so there are belief systems there are those structures, that needing, if you will, of the eyes to see and that nervous system's first response to seek societal engagement when it feels threatened. So today we're not gonna talk about those aspects as much because this year we've we've filled the entire year with those data points, if you will, for the people who follow, you already know we're going in the new year, but for anyone who's new you can tune in to any episode prior to this one and there's plenty of uh, information that I'm sharing about the body of a human and then connecting it with that uh, application today it's more about this power that you hold from within and that when you are seeking outside of you the first part you want to do is know you are seeking for a solution a fix a uh, way to be more so it's not good or bad this is where we're always coming at things on this uh, podcast and any content you find i'm always in that space of neutrality this was for example the key that unlocked my infinite heart that has always felt the neutrality with unconditional love for humanity my desire to help people has always been in a way to help them understand so to speak more a uh, guide to the heart and that's where i began with the psychological sociological realms and the existentialist realms because that's the tangible stuff that humans say oh yeah i know i have a subconscious and con- oh yeah i know i have a uh, fear or there was the so the one term that i keep forgetting uh, cognitive dissonance or conscious dissonance something dissonance it's where a a person's identity is so much built on this specific thought these specific beliefs that anything that is against it and would shatter it they can't go beyond like it's a human being not being able to accept even if you present to them tangible evidence they will not be able to for that would shatter their entire existence understanding that with ownership that's what helps you to claim your power and then to keep claiming it and claiming it this is the very big fundamental key and why for me it's about inner growth from within and you leading with your heart it's not another person's heart you find your heart as a human being you understand the way the mind and heart work then you start claiming every moment that you're living and understanding that the power is yours and it isn't a power that you impose on others that externalized power that ego battle and this is where people get distracted because there's plenty of societal groups that have those motivational inspirational messages they will have something that functions the person seeking it for they want it they're not recognizing that they have ownership as well this is where it's always possible to be in neutrality when you realize there is an inner world and there's an outer world you're always going to have the exchange the part of the human being is they're so easily brought to simply look outside because the inner world is going already that's where we take for granted. Any psychology book you will read will talk about stimuli. Well, not all of them depends their focus, but the stimuli, inner and outer stimuli. When you look at marketing, I'm an online marketer and business owner. I know uh, every aspect of that intuitively, and the information as well. I don't have an awesome memory, so I can't repeat always every fact that I've read, but i will tell you that the techniques of any any person who is marketing it involves psychology it involves helping people to be happy or getting their attention by hitting that right spot the right spot is what it's the heart it's always going to be the heart your motivation comes from your emotions this is the part where people even hear instead of claiming one's power from within and then choosing to embark on an in-depth journey with neutrality for neutrality is what opens you up to infinite space. It's not about giving up or letting go of being right or wrong or your opinions. It's about actually growing what you are again, from within, that people will be focused with their engagement. and they will, Allow simply those emotions to stay because this is where we get those defined they're told to us when you get angry when you get sad when you get they all have a category they all have an allocation of why they would happen so a person doesn't think of you know maybe i can work with that feeling and they don't even think of how that's not empowering when you get angry you are subject to your anger the same thing with sadness the same thing with any of those emotions that are not flowing because your nervous system is responding by the way with flight fight response and this is where overly emotional we've talked about this in the brain body series your brain your human brain the emotional brain hemisphere rational brain hemisphere when we get emotional we are no longer using that rational brain hemisphere a fit of rage you're not thinking clearly you will not be able to Uh, slowly make your argument you're spitting out information that you recall that's flight flight your 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 brains engage with those neural pathways or those habits and and everything that's there up till that moment is all that you're gonna say and it's gonna be not in your control at all even though you may think that you have excellent control but that's where the power of being you is you go beyond that you don't need to control you because you're working with your emotions because you are not subject to solely looking at those emotions in a way that has been defined to you you are saying yeah those are why these things come up and guess what the emotions are the seat of the ego the self when that nervous system responds with societal engagement is because you're insecure, something's threatened you, so that disassociative, this, the which I see again, I forget cognitive dissonance. I think that's the right, yeah, that is exactly what's happening in small doses. I mean, there's many different ways psychologist and any uh, conscious living, ascension, awakening, any coach, any person who's guiding, facilitating, motivating, helping a person to become happier is able to talk about topics they have different words they have different ways of expressing because there are subtleties meaning there's there are those fine uh, differences if you will i can feel them for example and i will say at the end of the day though the individual is the person who should want to start feeling into them going beyond the words and feeling into you that's where you're claiming your power that's where you're understanding because you're going within and instead of staying stuck with only what's been defined to you by the external you say i understand this exists now let me see what i'm feeling what i can do about it that's claiming your power because you are in that cosmic consciousness you're conscious of being conscious you know what you're doing and you're in neutrality meaning you're not claiming there's only one way or another way you're saying i'm i'm identifying this piece of information i've identified it with the words that others use and however in depth you research it i understand the practical explanation of it but guess who owns your body guess who owns your heart guess who owns your brain guess who owns your feelings that's the part that people will think with their eyes that look outside of them which is a very big differentiating factor for me personally along my journey and which is why you find me speaking of inner growth the keys to this inner world and managing not only the inner conflict with those tangible aspects existentialism psychology and sociology but going beyond and saying there is an essence to you you want to call it ego self you want to call it identity we want to call it the subconscious and conscious the id what do, what do we want to call it do we want to call it your soul i call it your heart because that's where you will always feel the anger well anger may be more like it can distribute between the organs if you actually pay attention you will recognize where those feelings go i as a person who's very much began with duality as everybody because that's what they teach us nobody's talking about neutrality in fact if anything they claim oh if you're neutral then you have no opinion i've had this discussion with people before because they will have claimed for example oh you're contradicting yourself or oh you know uh you you want to say stand back and don't argue or fight about something that means you you know you're not taking a stand and and i've expressed my opinion and i don't really care what the others say meaning they have their point of view i know where it's coming from the outside world well guess what i'm claiming a different type of power that's going to allow me to go way beyond in that i'm not In defense mode, when I'm talking to people. And so I'm the one who's taking in the information and I'm the one who gets to make the most out of it. They get to keep claiming the same thing over and over and over again in their own brain and in their own evaluation. And when they get upset, they're the ones who are getting upset. It's very intriguing on two spectrums for me the person who desires that power and comes and talks to me about it and i share with them these keys to inner growth and leading with heart and and then how that inner power is way more powerful than anything you'll ever see but it's an ongoing journey of you claiming it over and over and over again simply with the fact that you believe in you simply with the fact that you're like okay there's something that is different but it doesn't mean that i have to think it that way doesn't mean i have to feel it that way being able to as your your brain is malleable the same thing with any piece of information the only reason we stick to having this two aspects is because we've been taught it for so long it's it feels weird when you're saying wait neutrality no it can't be you ha-. again and then there's people that will come and argue with you about it so there's i've had that experience ever since i can remember and i remember one of my favorite philosophers and i studied him for my political science degree too socrates and one of the things that he had as a trait was everybody found him annoying because he would be i think it was uh, like a devil's advocate somebody would claim something and he would ask questions and lead them and give them opposite examples and i loved that when i read that it resonated with me i'm like yeah because by the way people did as a child i was stubborn i was annoying i was the one that would ask a gazillion questions i learned not to ask questions because people well my family members maria don't ask so many questions you know they're trying to again educate you so that you can learn to uh, work with the outside world so i said okay you know and i didn't ask but i'd go and search and i still asked. i just tried to learn how to not ask to the extent that it would annoy people when you pay attention to people's emotions the way they're acting, you can tell very easily when they begin to get annoyed so by being able to acknowledge that every human being has mirror neurons so we can all tell facial expressions body language and if you have a heightened sensitivity as an empath which we all are again as human beings the mirror neurons seat of empathy you will know somebody's starting to get agitated the only reason people can't tell is because they're in their own ego their own selves that much that they're not even they're not acknowledging the other ego self and this is what most people will do until they're aware of their inner world until they become clear on that inner world and then that's the ability in neutrality to say okay i do know me i don't need to keep the ego battle going i know who i am that's the place where i through the philosophers and then through psychology where you learn for example about narcissistic tendencies or narcissism and people who are narcissists they are very insecure the dynamics that take place they express them in a way that creates strength for the narcissist by the way they you know like their victim they choose their victims thing is the way that it works is that both sides are filling a need of the other for the insecure person that is a passive so to speak and that then becomes the victim is the person who is uh, understanding because there and there's obviously always different levels too this is where i say and i've shared this with many friends who claim to be the victims of narcissists and i say I understand what you're saying and I understand how you're feeling but i'm here to tell you you've engaged in this for various reasons psychologically speaking i can you know map it out for them if they want but the point is as long as you keep referring to yourself as a victim and not acknowledge the part that is yours which is you engaged in that for reasons understand them claim them and you'll find that power to overcome them as long as you see yourself as a victim you will always be that and as long as there is judgment on that narcissist as a person of power while the studies show the psychology shows this is a person who needs validation to the extent that they will look to claim power over someone with what words if it's abusive that's where you should be out of it some people and this is always from the reading of psychologists that gave examples of their own patients and said this this person one of the particular books i'm thinking of and i've shared this story with you guys uh he says one of his patients after three or four or five years of therapy they made great great uh progress you know the woman very confident and 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 the she comes into him into the session and, and basically is saying i don't need you anymore and by the way the husband that was the abusive physically abusive is back and but he's changed and and the psychologist as he's talking in his book because he's writing about uh forget the exact topic but he says in that moment i realized some people this is how That person's ego self feels fulfilled is by being in a relationship where they can be the savior. So they're the ones who are being this angel, if you will, for that man. That's the interpretation. But at the end of the day, what he was trying to say is consciously speaking, this person has their sense of security. And these are those habits that people instead of claiming and then saying, okay, this is not what type of life I want and i don't need to be in this place and then to break it down and say i maybe yeah maybe it is because this is what gives me a sense of validation i'm taking care of someone who's deemed a jerk or whatever whether it be male or female to understand that engaging with each other is what helps us with that thumbs up thumbs down so person that maybe is insecure will want to love and give love and so this is where that narcissism and the victim of them that victim word screws excuse me for the language everybody over because people will stay stuck in that instead of growing that power instead of saying okay wait a minute i'm choosing this let me go beyond this they're saying and blaming and pointing a finger that's what happens and so to all the women that have come to me before i'm supportive because this is where it is not about telling people right away especially in a moment of hurt and in a a situation like that not the abusive physical one i don't have any people that i know that are in those situations and i can only imagine how that must feel for this is where there is Uh, also the physiology as we've learned the body keeps count so being in that not only do we already have a person who does not feel or think of themselves as worthy in the expression and therefore they feel of value by serving someone else and maybe this is because they've witnessed only that this is where the variables are many i have some very close close friends and i know the upbringing for we grew up together so i can see the dynamic and at this point in my journey with all the psychology and sociology reading i am immediately aware of all the components that are part of that subconscious unconscious then there's the empath so i can feel the heart and those areas of inner growth that are immediately present with the situation they're dealing with and how they're dealing with it and hurt is always there pain is always there fear is always there because this is where it's the human's body nervous system's response the consciousness of them is presenting them the first layer if they were only to acknowledge then there's the subconscious and conscious, and that they have ownership of it and that they can then through the feeling know okay hold on i'm feeling my ego myself is feeling threatened i'm insecure right now i'm afraid i'm dealing with a ego self situation an identity situation and and the body is reacting as we would from the zero to two years of age is when the emotional brain hemisphere is the first to develop you're seeking outside you don't know what's going on you you don't know words you don't know anything this is where to me it makes sense that you won't claim that feeling in fact until somebody says you know what that makes sense i'm gonna stop engaging with the externals of societal engagement and validation for that reason i'm going to respond by knowing i'm going to look for help and i'm it's not about not claiming it you're aware as a human being i'm going to look outside of me for first that's okay but i also want to look inside of me neutrality gets you to do that because you're not saying it has to be one way or the other this is what blocks people in first place it has to be one way or the other and believe me when i tell you i was so much that way i mean that is what gave me my sense of security as a kid i would i would be one of the ones who would say the toilet paper goes put this way because this is what they taught me and i see children growing up and they're being taught in that exact way you can't do that yes you can do this no you can't do that how do we expect any human being to look at something in a feeling of neutrality when they're clearly needing to be given the sides so it will be at a certain point when you start encountering information of those empowering and inspirational messages and motivational that you're seeking to be more of you and it will be from the ego from the self in the battle format hopefully you'll come across one of these episodes and and be introduced to this neutrality and start being able to simply take a step back and recognize that you don't know anything of your inner world yet you you've been told it your first filter to you your parents and that can be in different layers if you have gone through traumatic experience and i won't share who this is about but uh, there is a person close in my in my life that they were three and witnessed they they caught their mother who was um, had just slit her wrists, and uh, this person later on in life they're no longer with us. Uh, they they developed a lot of issues, alcoholism, one of them, and you have to wonder that part because the zero to two years of age is the emotional brain hemisphere developing then the rational brain hemisphere begins to develop and so i believe they were three or four i forget either way psychology books talk about traumatic experience such as that and typically the child will always feel that they are some way involved or culpable like that's their fault something of their fault this is where Uh, Worthiness comes into the picture because maybe it's like not only traumatic seeing that even though maybe at that age again you're not looking at it the same way an adult would right but feelings that then are organized and so a parent who is claiming their life you'll feel maybe that you're a burden or again psychology books when they talk of children even in divorce situations somehow they feel they're they're to blame something they could have done and i haven't gone in depth on child psychology yet but just the basics that i've had this is where we don't realize that this is part of us as feelings and when people say oh you can't access you know your subconscious and conscious unless you go to a therapist i'm not against therapists at all i'm in the place of saying though you claim your power to not know that your body is yours and that the feelings are indicative of something this is because others aren't telling you that in that way well i'm here to say i'm a human being like everybody else and there was never one moment that i could not feel something and say "Ah, this is what i'm feeling understand body mechanics you get a book you can understand it it doesn't stop there information doesn't stop there this is once again neutrality so while the beginning of my journey was definitely in this dual place for as a child you are looking outside of you and i knew exactly what was being told to me was right and i followed in fact what was right so the goody two shoes the person who okay when i was getting that you know reprimand don't ask questions too much don't be annoying it was a bit confusing and potentially yeah hurtful but i was like okay you know because i claimed me i understood other people are also different it wasn't something odd because this is where parents will always tell you be you you don't have to be like everybody else you do you and so as i got older to me the odd part was why aren't people claiming that inner world why aren't people becoming their seat of the power why are they engaging with quote-unquote evil today i say quote-unquote because it's not evil this is where people are engaging with each other with vulnerabilities if only they took the time to explore them through their emotions they would not be engaging in that so going back to the narcissistic and the type of people that engage in them there's a give and take on both ends i'm not justifying anyone but this is the part people get lost in right or wrong, and in those areas and stay in that specific feeling and in that specific scenario is limiting your potential not to mention that that narcissist has bigger and deeper seated issues because there is something that has taken place that does not make them feel worthy and they are externalizing the need and therefore they're bullying whatever it is this this is that place where no matter how much education a person has because i again friends with kids no matter how much and i get it because this is where emotions are part of this it's not only mine it's always emotions those kids are are parents pride and joy they are part of that parent that that's that fight fight man you, you can't touch a child of a parent that makes that completely something i understand although i'm not a parent but i have family and you know this is where yeah don't touch my family like my mother don't touch my mother i will you know become the not nicest person on no. i actually have worked through that but i can say that i will always uh, be protective of my family although i always have expanded that to say you know i would want to include everybody else but point is the engagement of a lot is always emotional first that gets ignored because it's been labeled and organized in a format that people say this is why i'm acting this is why i get angry this is why i get sad this is why I... and then there's also judgment sometimes for those who are pursuing Inner uh, power and that uh, uh, neutrality. They're then condemning the feelings in this realm and saying, "Ah, those are negative." Ah, you know, and thinking that you're going to eliminate everything and just have one feeling. No, you have all feelings always. Difference when you're claiming your power from within you is that you're not uh, you're not subject to your feelings. Meaning, you're present when it's going on. You know that if it's not flowing it's defense mode guys this is no that's where there is a simplification of a process you're not flowing you're not calm you're in the opposite spectrum and from neutrality you will say this isn't going to give me power from within if i am subject to it but this is where different opinions lie on how one should react to specific situations and there are many who will say you must react in this way in that given situation for it is what is uh, deserving and what will call the attention so it's always the eyes people think they see aggressiveness you're gonna obtain something and this goes to then the idea that humanity is evil or that humanity will engage in battle because many will continue even in a place where they have wisdom and they have knowledge and they've and they're looking to change the world they will still claim the only way you can do that is if you show aggressiveness if you show that you want if you take by power externalizing it and this is where the biggest and infinite unbreakable power is a heart that can love and that can instead stay calm because guess what as your nervous system is not engaged in defense mode who's the one with the optimal brain function who's the one who's in not fear and not hate and not anger so you're not clouded in your judgment that was very clear as i started growing up because one i would i had a couple of Moments where I would where I got angry, angry like just instincts. I still remember them. I was six. One was a birthday party where a little girl threatened me, and and I reacted and you know defended my gifts. I'm not going to share the whole story, but maybe in a seminar in the future. You know, not in the podcast. And then another time was in school. I think it was second grade I got up. I was very angry because they had said something about I think it was America because I was in Italian school at the time. Then the same the same so between eight and ten, the same uh school, I got angry with the person and that was actually the I learned from that moment forth. I didn't want to do that ever again, have that reaction because it cost me a friendship. And then The other one that is very clear was I can't remember now. But there is another moment, and it does—it's not clear. Clear. I think I be what I became aware of is as I would get very passionate about the topics, defending it. It wasn't helping me to think clearly. It was only making me upset and it didn't feel good and you know i need to work on this this isn't this is and it's a not in line with that unconditionally loving person that i wanted to be plus it didn't help me to make any points it just helped to get angry what was the point of that you know so it was like okay wait a minute and in that same moment so it was probably like early teenage years it was like okay wait a minute people were showing how didn't matter what type of conversation you'd have. Person is pretty set in stone, even if they didn't acknowledge it. This brings me back to the victim narcissist. And I use that because this is one of the most typical dynamics you will find individuals speaking about because being in relationships is something that's very important to majority of human beings. It's one of those things that is taught to you, once again therefore people will have maybe worth maybe uh, the idea that there's something wrong if they're not in all these areas too right here it's something you can work with from within you and release and actually not have issues with that from within you which is where the power lies and i know i've shared with you guys this i am a single person i went to college i'm a career-driven person uh, my own business owner you know so this is where as i was going to college i'd come home to naples italy is where my mother's from and and my family members they would all ask "When are you going to get married who are you with why aren't you you know with somebody and things of that nature and i would get so defensive this is where i'm still working with those feelings and i would you know spout all the reasons get all upset and then it would be the same thing every year i'd come back and they'd ask me the same thing and i would be very um why do they keep asking the same thing over and over again i told them (laughs) that not to mention i'm like why are they not asking me about my career choices why aren't they asking me about how school is going why are they asking me about this over and over again and other people i have known and even now that are older a little bit different age younger the people that are with me on the same page meaning are the ones who also very independent so their power is actually something they access continuously they're always working with claiming it and those emotions that they are clearly something they know they can go beyond and uh, whether they stay in duality still so giving those labels and then pursuing getting angry where they feel that should be applicable that's that that's their journey this is where i say those who want to go beyond you, you actually achieve much more of a empowering journey when you are able to explore why you are getting upset because that's the seat of the ego the self that's been threatened so to me it's fascinating for those who do this because you will find you will find what you wanted and why you're upset and you will find that belief and no wait a minute there's more than one way for people to do things so me getting upset really is not it's selfish quote-unquote meaning it's egotistical meaning it's in it's it's your perspective there's no other uh, reason for anger or sadness it's 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 an ego that something's not being giving or going or whatever the way they want the right wrong keeps you focused again on the outside and then the idea that power is when it's externalized this is outside again too versus the commitment for example that one can choose to pursue and make a difference and this is where i say those who do and are the leaders in that way no matter where they're at with their own ego self journey because leadership is about people taking actions that will build something it doesn't mean they have the emotional Uh, love whole no none of that but they have definitely been able to stay focused on their objective the more the person is calm when they're presenting their argument the more you know the person is wise and more the person will be doing because guess what their brain's energy is not being saved to fight flight any argument their energy is being used in the most effective way possible and they are very interested in what the room has to say because that's how they're going to get whatever they want to do done this is where it gets me every time when i see somebody saying oh no but you need to respond to this and i'm thinking gosh if only you would recognize where your mind will go as you allow yourself to claim a power that goes beyond beyond the externalizing of an emotional response, which yeah, it has a category for heaven's sakes. But once you understand there is no threat. When you're getting angry, there's no threat except for you getting in the face of other people and other people getting in your face. And in the meantime, you get to have those feelings and that's the human being you're being, by the way. This is where to me you want to make a difference, then if you're talking about love peace world unity well getting all angry is not an example of that human being so you're you're actually not committing to what you want to see and this leads us to those existentialists who have claimed time and time again how a human being has a very tough time claiming their own identity for when they do that that means that they're claiming what others are like the entire human species so when a person doesn't see that and this is where though we can break it down to psychology sociology and the physiological components your nervous system's response societal engagement you look outside of you and so anyone who has been tuning in knows i've committed to unconditional love since i was little That i've wanted to be the person that can share love, no matter what comes your way, you get to be loved. And this was with what I grasped from my upbringing with Jesus and what resonates completely with my heart. And this is probably also why every time there was an ego battle, I was able one with ownership because nobody's gonna have a reaction out of me, especially if it's not a kind one. And then with the psychology, I got to understand things. And so it's like, oh, okay. And that only made me want to claim that power from within more because it's like, okay, I'm not going to be insecure. I don't need to have this control. Began working with, for example, the control part. The duality came later because this is where nobody that I know has spoken to me ever about being, yeah, it's great. Be neutral, be unconditionally loving. No, every person that I've known and that I still meet is always like, well, but people you know what about when this happens what about that not necessarily people are evil some yes i had one lady who was a friend of a friend and those who tune in know the story where she just began bombarding me with questions because she could not fathom that i said neutrality and duality and that i wasn't going to judge or condemn any human being and she felt that that was very dangerous that's the those were the words very dangerous your thought. It's like uh, i'm not saying let's go you know let's go cause havoc i'm saying that i'm not going to condemn a human being later on i found out that somehow this person thought that i meant not to imprison even though i do have an issue with the prison system because they don't support and help people They they label them. They are then labeled. They are categorized, and even the experts who speak about these individuals do not speak of them in the part of there's more that's happened to these individuals that goes very much into the heart, and 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 we can try to support them. We don't know if we'll succeed. Like this is that part we're segmenting and even claiming still that certain feelings need to be part of the way we're going to change the world is why this is exactly why the system won't necessarily bring about the changes today necessary to support for real those individuals because we've got in other people who are trying to make a difference but who agree that opposite feelings from love are fine and they're meant to be and they serve a purpose and that in the absence of those you won't obtain the same objective this is where i beg to differ and there are those who in time have done the same through practice as well as people who vocalize it uh, that you can and through love you actually stand as the example of a person who will make others believe that it is possible the level of unconditional love is to be seen and this is because there are those who will speak of love but they themselves are actually creating divides and are in ego battles even though it's not on a small scale it's on that viewpoint and that specific mission that they're promoting and that they know is something needed because they believe only through externalized power so being aggressive they're going to achieve it when people hear power they don't think of love they don't think of neutrality but this is where we get to explore it differently and the biggest and most amazing power is when your heart is pure of love and when in a moment where you used to potentially get upset you realize it is still the same feeling it's not upsetness though it's still the same it's passion it's an anger it's a fire but it isn't it isn't in a way that is um aggressive meaning that you would want to uh, have something back and i'm gonna try and, and share this description because i'm still very passionate and i still do have moments where i can feel that i could start getting um, angry or upset but that's where i can look back right it's more of remembering what i used to uh, do so to speak i'm very small because again i would learn every time something happened i have those memories where i know where i was growing from within and choosing love over and over and over again and this wasn't because the external was telling me to no in fact external even as a teenager oh you're too nice you let people walk all over you no i don't let people i just accept who they are this is because friends had traits that were very uh, what others would deem jerkish but to me they are independent people i love independent people very different from people who are dependent on each other so yeah most of my friends have strong personalities And this is the thing strong personalities do come off as sometimes arrogant snooty or uh, invasive whatever it's 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 a it's a quality that individuals will deal with very each person in their own way my friends we always talk about it and i'm always trying to get that love to take place and that acceptance of themselves because really it's more understanding they're not jerks they they just have a firm way of saying something and people are very uh, not aware that their ego their self is reacting with fear the individual who calls somebody who's firm rude is the individual who's too sensitive and they are not realizing it and if you go and tell them they'll say no because they're not paying attention to their inner body but nobody's telling them hey sometimes firmness will have this reaction that you don't have to call the person rude and this is a perfect example of that externalized power and the seeing but the ignoring of the inner world and completely ignoring that you have your own ego self that's reacting defensively which is why you're pointing a finger and saying that person's rude no you're insecure and you're not claiming it this is that part of again not justifying narcissists but psychologically speaking man this is where yeah they externalize uh, uh, an arrogance and, and all of whatever it is you want but guess what not only does the other side seek that type of engagement for they each are giving each other something but the the moment the person finally breaks free from that relationship they grow that narcissist is shattered beyond belief they will go ahead and find potentially somebody else but they're the ones who can't uh how can it's it just shatters their existence and I, I know of more than one person that has had that type of relationship and that the people that they left gosh they like for years they came back and were not obsessed in a dangerous way it was always that average thing but they would they were still hurt that they had been left and still thought they like no they're gonna come back like this is where you really see who the person is that is not in power at all going back to the one psychology book of the woman who went back to the husband who was physically abusive this is where it's not about staying in justifying or not that's why people instead of going beyond on a topic and this is that claiming of your power they stay stuck in the same thought process in the same feeling and they evaluate that situation over and over and over again this is where i i instead immediately i'm like okay i got it moving on okay got it move it on like the fact that people don't realize you can move beyond with the feelings and the thoughts was always beyond me today i understand why you're not seeing that societal engagement because you're not looking at that feeling that is not flowing as what it is a threat to your ego and self And you're not realizing that you're being selfish, not in the way of taking, but yes, also taking, if you will, because there's an exchange that happens. And if the person will perpetuate that exchange, this is where you, you each is giving and taking from each other. But that pointing of a finger at somebody who can be firm by somebody who is obviously insecure, they actually think they're right. And all the people who are firm. And they claim who they are are actually seen as that type of person standoffish there's so many words that i could start using that describe somebody who is in this place as someone who's cold and and insensitive or you know you name it and this is where it's like wow if only people would go beyond when they're talking about things with themselves and realizing that there's an external vision that we can see of things and you put this label power and there's an internal one the internal one once you start building it it never goes away and that's where the love and neutrality comes in for again as long as you are reacting in defense mode which is that natural stance i was telling you guys in in one of the parts of the body keeps score trauma book he's he, he he talks about one of the uh, i don't know if it's a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a neuroscientist i will need to revisit it and it will be included in the next series when i'm done with it because this is where that this piece that i'm going to share with you was in an after when we created the first brain body series but anyways this this um, doctor he says humans tendency is to be in the defense mode the same doctor that describes the three responses of the nervous system and when i heard that i was like that makes sense because our conscious mind being a human being you have secondary consciousness you have primary consciousness secondary consciousness and then there's those who talk about cosmic consciousness primary consciousness is the bodily needs and everything that even animals have primary consciousness and this is where when you are developing the emotional brain hemisphere from your zero to two years of age all the experiences are organized in fight fight mode they're sensorial they're images you're not going to have words to describe them and we know the first time you're negated food that's traumatic the first time um there's the first night terrors so that's three or six months but that's where you begin to become aware that you're not one with your mother so you again you don't have words to describe you're feeling this so your body is going to organize i was always very uh, my mother says stubborn i was always very serious i was always looking uh, to study things and so i'm sure that i simply was staying within me and, and checking things out but i'm sure i can't be sure right i don't have memory but sensorially if i look at how my emotions are i can say that i'm pretty sure i understand why that ownership at least for me take took prevalence it's what i could feel and so you you know you you work with what you feel you've, you've got it even though i've always worked with the mind but the mind and the heart were always in sync though only the few times as a teenager i didn't i didn't do that and that was when i said and never again only what is it a hundred percent heart mind and sync otherwise it ain't flying we all will do that those of us who have that power to be connected within you can go beyond once you realize the defense mechanism and that's only if somebody starts exploring those emotions that are in that category of anger frustration non-flow not only with neutrality once again and recognizing that we don't like feeling hurt for example you don't like it when your feelings are hurt acknowledging it with neutrality helps you to go beyond it Staying instead of duality, so I'm right, they're wrong, they hurt my feelings. It is limited to what you're seeing from your own ego self. This is that part. And even if you know, let's say the filter, so you know this is an opinion and you claim neutrality, the fact that you won't process that emotion with love is gonna keep you in a specific cycle. You're not claiming your power. You're staying in that place because your emotional response will always be the same. You will feel hurt. You will judge hurt as something that is heavy and so life is hard and, and this is exactly where the unknown elements of life will take place so your beliefs the whole right wrong thing everything that you've been told by the external this is why those people that I'm sharing that i know that have had relationships with what they claim to be narcissists i have met if anything one true narcissist to the t of what you know the psychology speaks because we are all in our own egos we're all a little bit i would say narcissistic if anything um but obviously psychologists have claimed a definition so people will you know stick to that either way there's what i see a true narcissist being based on that description is not what the people that have told me oh i've been with a narcissist no they're telling me they've been with somebody who was basically in their ego selfish whatever the same way they are being though cuz this is where Neither people are right or wrong. They are both engaging in what is a, a relationship, and, and and therefore being whether it is refused, lied to, uh, typical dynamics. And now though that there's all this information online, so you can easily access. People use labels and terms as they wish, which is part of being a person, understanding is another aspect claiming your power is another aspect and people don't necessarily do that they're using the external and they're not claiming any power except for the power to use their mouth to speak and judge somebody else and that other person will do the same so really it's that's why i have no um i have no they're doing what they're meant to be doing is what i'm trying to say uh, and this is where as a teenager i realized like i was telling you guys at the beginning that no matter how you could present information to somebody to help them they would not see it once i began right reading the psychology books i understood identity that co- that cognitive dissonance so i'm like ah okay i can't share with them this because this is breaking down their whole identity which is freaking them out which they're not even aware of because you can tell when somebody's aware of something and even though i'm sensing the heart and the pain and the hurt they're not even seeing that they can claim that inner power and do something about it with love because oh guess what they're so focused on saying what a jerkwad this person is and why and, and they're so oblivious to their own ego their own demands they're not even there's no leveling out equal plane there's no like this is my life i'm choosing this no it's just the other my independent friends this is where for them it's a battle of standing up for what's right so they stay in that place of duality for very different reason and this is where i will stand behind somebody who does something honorably meaning they 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 claim it they feel it and, and and um And just they're like so passionate about it. I will always stand behind that because this is where we all have our journey. Everyone chooses where they're at, and really, automatically, the conscious mind of you is always gonna help you to be at that best. And I know life will always lead you towards your best. So, this is where it's not about me with the understanding I have, it's about the heart. I just wanna help people to be happy from the heart, and so pursue inner growth where they can feel that passion in the way that they're expressing it and they're feeling it i simply also know that they can claim a bigger power if they go to that neutrality and the advanced place in the inner growth journey when the online course is out you guys will see there's the beginners intermediate and advanced and this is where the inner growth program this online course is created in a very practical way i'm simply supporting somebody to have access to being able to And evaluate with alternatives. So, help to be in your own mind and heart, and then you move in the direction that your heart and mind will sync with. It's not a specific way of thinking, it's the alternatives to what the external gives you. I try not to give labels, but I have to use words. So, it's bringing neutrality to the conversation, which allows a person to be in a whole different place with their own thought process because i'm not claiming your power i'm saying your power is your heart your power is the ability to go to the mind when you are in conflict work with those thoughts work with those emotions and then you can be love and in fact the inner growth program is focused with the unconditional love particularly for self i do believe because i finished it two years ago it's not online because of lack of time and resources but it will be either way it was done two years ago so i know the second main module is focused on finding yourself from within because many people do know and want to know who they are but they also acknowledge their aspects of themselves they, they will feel worthy to pay attention to and get to know more um, that module is all about achieving unconditional love for self because this is where if you can become you believe in you from within you will achieve that um, going with the flow and dealing with the unknown which are the other two main modules and the other two areas human beings have the biggest desire to not be afraid and to really they don't even claim it to be f- afraid they just want to be able to know how to handle the unknown uncertainty unexpected because it doesn't feel good that's where if you claim your power from where it's always coming where do you feel when you feel fear it's your heart when you feel hurt it's your heart when you feel angry it's other organs too but it's again your heart when you're enraged well that's where the blood goes to the brain but you know you, it's still you get heart the heart is everything a loving heart is your power and the loving heart though when it's calm is that further power because it's the nervous system not reacting with defensiveness and that's where you will feel empowered and the eyes can see all they want but when you're in a place of standing firm in your belief for there's no question of it standing firm in your passion for there's no question of it and you're not thinking you have a threat and by thinking i mean feeling it and this is where the person who's in this place will know exactly what this means you're in this cosmic consciousness we're evaluating the secondary consciousness which is you being conscious of being conscious you're thinking that you're thinking and the primary consciousness you're aware of your body the heart the mind everything and you're in the power of you from you because you've understood all the ego the selves insecurities you have acknowledged. i am worthy i am who i am i'm my unique spark i'm my unique person other people though will have their opinion it's okay societal engagement is a natural part of being a human being i'm not the only individual there's an inner world there's me and there's an external world there's others and life and the unknown elements of life you're not deeming it as a right or wrong you're deeming it as infinite space and today this is where i'm at with this particular situation and then every time it strikes a chord for those who choose to get to that advanced place and keep on going with neutrality and unconditional love you're working with those feelings in that area of anger frustration sadness to bring love to process them with neutrality because that's what gets your mind to go beyond because you know that the body's response is that part that was organized and and it's that part of the conscious mind of a human being that knows that you don't know about tomorrow but you're not claiming the power of now just from the outside you're, you're claiming your power from within you you're i'm a human being i'm thinking about this i'm, I'm gonna always be concerned with tomorrow i'm gonna work with the emotion so that I, when i'm thinking about tomorrow i know exactly what's happening this is breaking free from societal engagement as a validation that thumbs up thumbs down the seeing from outside instead what you're doing is you're seeing but really you're feeling from inside and you're acknowledging your conscious mind and your heart and your body and you're saying i'm not being physically threatened i don't need to be in a specific type of response mode now this is where again it's only those who will want to go beyond the people who claim that those feelings have a place and that is the only way that one will achieve something are not going to resonate with this particular message they're going to say okay that, that, and then that's it so those individuals that are saying when trying to support them uh, in the as a teenager i learned okay it's gonna voice it maybe in a way that they understand so if i can find a way to get them to arrive at wherever they're already going that's the only thing i can do that's it remove where i see they can go and then just allow them to go where they're going because this is where your conscious mind always knows what will make you feel comfortable and so the step-by-step is gradual because the individual is not claiming their power from within they're claiming it from outside there's the continuous exchange that's where though now that i understand the physiological response too it is clear to me why people continue to feel fear at that nervous system and not recognize that it's not only about uh, worthiness or love for self it's literally the physiological response to what is unknown and that's the ego the self again in that same instance it has an identity and so in the moment of fear it's going to use what it knows as truth which is that eyes that see even though it's the mind that thinks and you're organizing no i get angry here because this is right this is how you get things done this is what shows passion being furious shows this Italians, for example, I give you a silly example, but when I was growing up as an American, for I'm bicultural, I would say I love saying I'm a person of the world. I feel I'm an earthling. I'm a human being. That's that's what I claim but growing up i realized i have two cultures i'm american and i'm definitely neapolitan and i love the neapolitan culture and i say neapolitan because southern italians are much more passionate than the northern italians although i should be nice to them too and just say italy for the americans italians in general are passionate um and they really are The people from italy they're amazing but the southerners are much more from the heart like uh it's hard to explain even though i probably could but i'm not going to try right now we can talk about it (laughs) in some other episode what i was trying to say is once i got there as a teenager because i traveled a bit back and forth um the italian culture especially the southern, there's this idea that if you're jealous that is what shows that you care about someone like partnerships so if you're not jealous at all it means you don't care you don't love them and i was like what no jealous is possessiveness what are you talking about you know like if you go and study psychology again which i was already reading is like jealousy is a possessive thing you know this isn't love love is meant to be it's a feeling it's unconditional if it's conditional then even that you know really is it love um it is a type of love but to love someone should be an unconditional love especially from this is my you know definition you love people for who they are you don't love them based on the criteria you want that's bs so don't call it love call it i want you to be what i say you be and then i'm going to be happy with you uh <laughs> but the jealous thing it's cultural so it's explained to me and i was like okay you know this is where a person who stays in their own way will continuously think of that topic in a, in a way that is not fair because if someone explains to you what's at the heart of it and you understand that it's a mechanism that is of theirs it's and you be you stay in that place of neutrality you are going to experience those things without the judgment and in the way that is genuine to what is being felt by the other person this is where staying in your own way of thinking only holds you in the same position as everybody else and that's not in a power position it's really just an externalization of power again people debating with each other essentially nothing gets done except for a clash people who grow are the ones who get to bring things together because they're not staying stuck on one thing or another and they're not getting all emotional about it which then creates that fight, fight response or which then creates that part where you're only going to voice what is your foundation versus go beyond which sometimes some people say but there's only so much that can be a part of a conversation mm-hmm. i beg to differ because every day we find new information this is exactly why we have a term new science because our old traditional scientists began refusing to accept that new information is being given i mean i can start talking about crystals and their properties if we want or energy and and energy healing which is finally gaining Uh, a credibility because our quantum physics and physicists in that realm is finding what they need thanks to technology so where i know there are a lot of things that are spoken in the spiritual community science will catch up it's sad that i actually have to even say that for me from a scientific standpoint because the spirituality realm that's a whole different thing that is where it's belief you people who believe already don't see they don't need to see to believe that's why you'll never necessarily get anyone who believes in something to go against it you just keep trying man this is that cognitive dissonance too because it doesn't only happen in the spiritual community it happens with our scientific community but while with the spirituality community i can get it not only being a person who's raised with faith but really saying i can't see it and if you can't see it and you still believe in it that's you can't beat that this is that heart this is that part but for the scientists who are always claiming data 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 it's like dude so if you know data 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 and then you know that there's new things coming out why are you staying stuck you should be enlightened this is where you realize all human beings there's not it isn't based on the title of a human being whether they are truly wise or not and i don't mean truly because they're better than anybody else i mean truly because they can stand still and listen and be participant and and no there's no threat this is a moment where something new is taking place whether it be someone expressing their opinion whether it be someone venturing off into something that is totally not true they're not experiencing that exchange in that way because they've claimed their power they know who they are they know their heart their mind they know everything and what really they know is they're alive and they're exchanging a moment with somebody their ego their self is not threatened they don't need to get angry they don't need to prove points they don't need to battle the world the life the people the opinion they want to do things they actually want to get things done for those who are in this field of wanting to make a difference those people are not loud they're doing things is what they're doing their energy they're able to use their brain for what matters because guess what every time they've had an emotional reaction they've learned from it they didn't stay in the conflict they didn't stay in duality they expanded every time they were hurt they went with that love doesn't mean they maybe speak of it that way but they are the ones who are in the place of telling you things in a different way than everybody else and they're not in a place of pointing a finger at anyone and if anything they're in the place of saying you know what if you can get to your heart if you can get to your inner world that's where you'll thrive and they're allowing you as a human being to achieve this time and time again those motivational inspirational speakers they they went and persevered, and now they speak their message. So it's not them. I don't um, blame. I wish that they'd recognize some of them, particularly to point people also to the heart, you know. But then again, sometimes as I read, I do realize they try to do that. They just do it in a format that, to me, externalizes the powers. Instead of so saying you're a human being. You can achieve anything you want it's your mind and your heart so simplifying it really everyone has access to it they make it wow and so that's where i know the individual who's stimulated from the outside primarily without being pointed hey it's on the inside they're not going to go to the inside and this is where we go back to those emotions again and where people Will not claim their power completely as long as they stay in a place where anything that is in a non flowing place emotionally is considered right to have, and therefore they will keep it. You will always feel feelings, however, I will say this the anger, frustration that seat of rage which does nothing good at all because that seat of rage i know is there for the flight fight response in the moment where a person would not be able to flee at all that's where that probably came into play physiologically speaking because it blinds you to the extent where you don't know what you're doing and that's where like anything and everything can come out but today this point in time there's no room for that we don't we have technology that goes so far beyond um and people still know what it is because you know we have mythology we have stories we have movies and we see it all the time but it doesn't exist in the day-to-day if it exists it exists as a child's growing up and there's probably genetic reasons for that which this is where if one would study it and then share it explain it talk about the body in a different way walk through it which is happening that body keeps score this man this psychiatrist who wrote that book man that's amazing everyone should have it and so i know that the scientific community is wa- walking down that path of connecting the dots with consciousness and the nervous system and saying okay when there's these emotional responses a person can create a place of mindfulness meditation start managing it start controlling it start getting to explore it because they create a relationship with their body because they choose thanks to somebody saying hey when you're getting angry this is what what happens you know you've got the neural pathways that automatic response and if there's any genetic thing they can explain to you that too and then they can say but you know feelings we produce them all the time so it's about your awareness be aware of your body. Be aware of you. Take a look. When you're starting to get that rage, you know what's happening. You can. The thing is, the it gets fueled from your mind. This is what I'm saying. When people justify those feelings, meaning they say it has a right allocation, I have no, not issue. But I, I try to say I'm not saying it doesn't have a place. It has that place. But as long as you're allowing your mind to stop at that place, you're not evaluating other things that can contribute to the power from within for the person in the moment when that's happening so you're not going to claim i can work with my rage because you're saying it has a place you're not even going to try it and so you won't ever understand what it means to be instead in a place of not rage that passion that purpose that same motivation that same activity that you are going to do but do it with a clear mind because your heart's in a clear space because you're not in a battlefield space the battlefield should only be in physical danger from that rage place is what i'm trying to say and so this is where people keep talking about human beings in the same way i'm saying there's an infinite higher human potential that people aren't exploring and it is with the mind and heart and it is when you pursue that inner growth from within and then you allow heart to lead with love unconditional love primarily because that is what will get you to go the length and neutrality in duality it's not about eliminating it's about allowing your mind to do what it loves doing contemplating once it begins thinking so when you're in a place of neutrality like with feelings of rage frustration sadness and saying these are the feelings It's is where they're allocated so when this this and this happens this is where they usually take place but i also know that's a physiological response to me wanting to defend that ego that self so you begin looking at those so what is my ego self insecure about what can i claim these are all ways to claim this power then you go one step further for those again who are in that advanced place of the inner growth journey you will be able to uh, be aware as it's happening you work with the emotions because the thought you know already the thought's going to get a bit stuck sometimes in that way of seeing because you don't have the new information yet you, you, you have a belief maybe you're working through a a, a pain from when you were a young a young child something that happened and so you're not clear on it yet but you know you'll get there that's the belief in you but that's also the choice of inner growth versus staying in that inner conflict you're choosing to be love you're choosing to be neutral with yourself and you're not first thing externals never involved so those who are owners of themselves that's fine they're they're very easy for them the other part is not being um let's do it not being someone who treats yourself as a child so being that i need discipline i need this not being okay what am i wanting wait a minute let me see what what's going on the compassionate parent basically even though i don't even want to use the word parent because you're being you you're allowing you to uncover you you don't need a parent once you're an adult that's that's technically why you become independent well your ego yourself will only get there if you realize when it gets emotional it's it's scared basically and it's upset and instead of disciplining it you go deeper why are you upset what's going on you'll find that it's in that space that you process emotions and let them go for good because you're replacing it with self-love with acceptance with neutrality though you don't have an enemy life isn't your enemy life isn't hard people aren't your enemy people aren't evil you know life happens things take place this is where you've ventured off into that space you know there's more than one reason for whatever it is that happens you're not ending your evaluation at that right wrong or at that uh, at that allocated space you're saying okay yeah this is another layer let me i'm gonna go to the next layer too that's what it is so you say okay rage it has this place but i'm gonna go to this place you're processing the emotions within you in a way that creates not the rage because you're not fueling the venting like when people get upset and then they vent that's fueling your thought is what gets you to that place unless there's reason for you to be in a physiologically threatening situation which can happen but as an adult not as much as a child my younger sister would have moments where she'd get very very angry and and i think not black out but yeah where she wouldn't remember like that was something my mom had very good mother dealing with the all of us in our own ways because this was the thing for her you know personality is what was clear and so each one got the treatment that would help to work with the emotions as well. So with my younger sister, I know it was until she was eight. Then at eight or ten, I forget when the last time this thing happened to her. My mom was like, "You know, we're gonna bring you to a therapist if you can't work with your emotions." And and after that, that was all that was needed apparently. But um, what I was trying to say is, it's when you're young that you have moments of that as you get told and kind of try by the parent in the best way they can to talk to you and then depending on your unique spark you uh, this is where your journey will go into different directions but you will begin as an adult to know what it means to control your emotions that is only a first step This is where that rage as an adult will only come if you're in a physically threatening situation unless you have been allowed to be in that place and maybe your environment is that aggressive so then you your environment has not taught you to work with it they have taught you to be that you know and this is where still judgment isn't necessary for it condemns an individual that comes from an environment that could not become different than what their environment is showing them and what they were always in contact with so if somebody has parents who are aggressive how do you expect them to be different if somebody is being neglected emotionally and therefore they're just running wild and nobody Or the ones who will engage will engage in a disciplinary way. How do you expect that? That doesn't. This is where a lot of repressed emotions, a lot of things, take place. And the the part that people focus on is not the part that is going to help that specific individual to understand what's going on, because nobody's talking to them with neutrality and saying, "Okay, you're having." When the time comes, I mean, it could happen when they're young this is where the system isn't perfect at all uh the prison system i think it was the other day i said i definitely think there is a very big need for it to be fixed like that definitely has but i find issues with the same psychologists who don't go into that neutrality space luckily today there's again new science conscious living mindfulness so we are in a place of evolution where our own species is finally taking notice of what is within and and giving access to this information and this is where those people who are leading those areas are definitely in a place of wisdom not necessarily with all of that um, power from within them yet but at least they have arrived at different areas of expertise that will pinpoint those of us the individuals outside to be able and claim what is yours different ways and anyways that's where when you learn about sociology societal culture goes through transformation and it goes through transformation as concepts become universally accepted so we know during the roman empire times there were things that they would do that was actually like very looked up to i remember my sister telling me my younger sister from one of her she's a philosophy major from college and one of her classes i forget which one they talked about what it used to be like during the roman empire times to introduce a young male and by young i mean child probably to become a man the introduction to manhood was the the boy having uh, intercourse with other adult men which today as we know it's pedophilia you know you don't do that it causes great psycho. it causes a lot of issues we know this but what i'm trying to point to this was deemed introduction to manhood now judging it as uh oh my god you know like that okay fine that's your reaction but that is where People are blinded to the point of societal culture changes. So, what I'm trying to say is, every time someone is being argumentative, that whole rage, what are you? Let's break it down. Hold on a minute. You know, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? And is there a better way to do it? But really, our entire species is always moving together to that next societal culture, which, by the way, as we see in time, is always too the health the wholeness the benefit of the inner world and the outer world this is where when i see it humanity is not evil myth debunked completely from the moment i can recall knowing i want to help humanity to today where i know that this is the heart of every human being is a loving heart and when it's not there are reasons that can be found in all of the academic realms of our existing uh, knowledge to our microscopes and studying genes and hormones and chemicals and all of that stuff there is an answer so this this pure evil in that does not exist that that word exists and that people still use it i get it i'm so far removed from those conversations that i can't even recall them but the thing is my heart never resonated 100% with it anyways I could always feel that there was something else this is why the part of people nobody ever walked over me I could feel their personalities and I knew what traits were part of them and this is also the part where though I wasn't engaging with society because I needed them they're an added bonus to life every person's an added bonus to your life even your parents once you realize you know they're my parents but they're also individuals and that maybe is the hardest part because the parents are actually what give us that sense of security if you have a good relationship with them if not and i mean emotional as well as potentially as a person but if not you have found something outside of you and if that hasn't taken place you have found you and if that hasn't taken place then you're probably not listening to this podcast because the person who's not identified at all a place of security is most likely not able to function in a way that would be uh, normal so to speak or part of a society they they're an outcast they might be you know doing who knows what and just because when you can't see yourself to that extent and if you've had no support whatsoever that means nobody's helped you it means you've probably found yourself in in certain situations that's all it's not you know it's actually i look forward to the day where people are more compassionate towards all individuals particularly the ones who do not feel they belong because they're the ones who need the love the most They don't need the judgment they don't need the condemning that's actually for me that's people being mean even though i understand that that uh, other aspect the judging part because this is where it's explained this is the way things are divided good and bad right and wrong that duality and 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 many people will like those feelings i was saying they will say you need to be this power is to get things and sometimes it requires force people still feel that that's the case and therefore they will ignore their opportunity to pursue more of them more of their heart inner growth and instead process that moment of anger with love get to another place in the mind those who do do this this is what you get to achieve is that you're not in a place of rage you're not in a place of anger the times that it does happen like i've had the argument that i have told you guys about in the last couple episodes which it wasn't planned this is where i didn't recognize it was happening i really didn't get angry uh, what happened was i had to raise my voice and raise my voice and and uh a certain point i found myself with a an angry loud voice and in fact i i almost felt sick like this is where i was like i can't do this my body can't it doesn't like because when it's rage i think it's oh, i forget which hormone it is the anger part adrenaline maybe yeah adrenaline is probably one of them but uh anyways yeah i could feel my head was pulling down and it felt very not flowing or light at all like the bloodstream actually felt it was very interesting i was like yeah no this is not how i need to figure this out you know but luckily i don't have people that um i get into those types of conversations with and again it happened because i didn't recognize that i was not being asked a question and next time i'm sure i recognize that uh pay very much attention to my inner world the other time was instead a part of surprise and that was like two years back and it was work related and this is where it's because i get very involved in the things i do they become a part of me so one of my clients and i was like okay yeah no this can't happen because that too it took me two days to get the feelings out of my system the the anger was and i realized that part of ego self meaning i I'm the one who involves it. I don't have to. I'm choosing. You know, I can choose to create a different relationship when I am doing work, even though it's my pride. This is where it it was beyond that in the sense that. you can acknowledge at a certain point particularly when you're in working relationships that the outcome if you've given and shared all the information to the best of your ability and you've made it a point to say look this is why i'm telling you this as the professional expert you are you have done everything to ensure that when they come to you if ever saying you didn't you say but i i shared with you my expertise i shared with you why so that's the part of we all can do that for me yes there's always pride in what i do but that's where it's about letting go that that thing that business that whatever it is is not mine it's theirs they have a right to do what they want to do so see right here for example in neutrality is where you will do that you will allow yourself to acknowledge your responsibility of your feelings i'm the one who takes owner. i'm the one who cares i'm the one who's doing this to me there's no need and if anything it's selfish it's egotistical because it's my way of doing it this isn't my thing it's their thing now thing that people will say but what if they come at you and this is why i have no feelings of um to me if you claim your power when you do that over and over and over again and you do so with a clear consciousness which every one of us knows you know how you can respect others this is the part no one's blinded the people who are blinded are the ones and there are many when they justify anytime you justify that's why any feeling any reaction that isn't flowing that isn't loving you are allowing yourself to be blinded to certain aspects in neutrality you will understand that these are those inner growth aspects for you as well as healing as well as love for self it is also an allowing of self-empowerment for real your inner power the flow you're not giving in so to speak to certain emotions not because you're not giving in essentially those emotions are that defense mechanism you're choosing that you are powerful in your life that's why anytime you're getting not flowing, you're not powerful. You are subject to those emotions. You are subject to your flight fight response. And yeah, human beings have that, but guess what? You're not being threatened by a tiger or a lion or some gun in your face. And so you are basically to me, someone who is uh, subject to those emotions and there will be another human being who will be able to speak calmly, clearly, objectively function better than you in that circumstance and have power over you potentially too because that's what happens it's not only sadness being uh you know quote unquote not weak because this uh, that word weak no one's really weak when someone's calm they're only being calm and actually the calmer person is believe me that's probably where you don't you have no idea of the strength that that individual has for if they're calm and not the one that's hiding the well not hiding if you're an empath you know they're not hiding you can feel when someone's building up this is where that's actually very dangerous anytime i meet somebody who i i can feel that it's like they're holding things in there's resentment and i'm like you know maybe you want to share some of what you're feeling because it's you, you you can sense the b- building up of that that's where people have breakdowns and then you know something happens and they're trying to be very nice but they're not allowing their feelings to come forth because and this is where they can they if if they would claim that inner power with those emotions those thoughts if they would start having certain types of conversations and then allow themselves to know it's okay to be upset that's where you move forward so justifying actions is different when you say i'm justified for being angry you're justifying an action that potentially was not in the place of so for me for example that moment where i got angry these two three years ago or really i just started you know yeah getting upset uh i recognized the ownership immediately and it was not it wasn't something that needed to happen in fact the person in front of me was very calm which is very nice it was very nice interaction (laughs) and that's where it's like wow okay cool but they were voicing you know you don't have to get upset it's okay and they were really handling it with that wisdom this is what happens when a person is someone who knows what they're doing they have complete confidence in their abilities they're not threatened by that they are not sensitive to somebody's being you know th- th- this is a, a professional colleague of mine so as i was telling you guys i have friends my friends are primarily people who are confident this is not uh, i don't have the yeah the other uh, the other even if there is that they are typically very transparent and firm and sharing their life and things that aspect is very minute it's not better or worse it's just this is where each one of us resonates with certain types of people and i've never resonated with any other type you know primarily because i'm independent that that part of people being a plus has always been part of what i've seen and and slowly gathered it did begin because it's like okay people really don't know how to commit to things what's up so it began with that but eventually it led to simply being able to have better relationships because they're not needy and a neediness is really something i understand psychologically speaking but it's not gonna create anything powerful for the person at all in fact if i notice neediness i immediately work to give that person their independence their empowerment if that means severing somehow the relationship yes because this is where you know consciously speaking where people are at i can tell when a person really doesn't realize what's going on here it's like and and i know what's happening and i'm here to help inner growth leading with one's own heart not my heart not my person so this is where independence is from the person and uh, it's also to be supportive though so there's always different ways we can achieve what we want when you claim that power from within you will be able to achieve it because you're not stuck in any organized justifying way you're saying okay i know these things because you're the one who's always going beyond though that's that part of you choosing neutrality which is why that advanced place in the inner growth journey begins but this how far you will find out on your own it's definitely when you start feeling impartiality because that's where you are in those emotional moments not victim subject to you know what's happening so when i those last moments i knew and i was processing those emotions and i worked with them i said no okay this is not this is what was happening this is what i can work through this is what i need to let go of remove and this is definitely what's going to keep happening for now it's very clear immediately if i am responding in a second with some fright fear and it will be on things that i don't have knowledge on bureaucratic potentially items definitely not with people because i don't expose myself to unnecessary situations i have clients i have work i have friends family this is where there's no need to do anything else life will send my way those experiences and there's plenty of of situations that we can deal with in in a very different setting but we always get to choose how we want to spend our moments that's also you claiming your power and that's also you being aware that you have that choice versus focusing on the outside the person who is needy is particularly a person who is in a place of what psychologists would say they don't have necessarily received the unconditional love from one of the two parents therefore they're always in a place of needing to have the give and take and therefore they're always prone to pointing a finger outside of them versus claiming and simply owning up it's where they don't know what it means to feel secure they've always had to give just to, to, to get though they have no idea and that give and get give and take this is where it creates those mechanisms those people with the narcissistic and vi- tendencies the people who end up with them this is where those individuals it is about give and take and and it's why it's so deep but really if you claim that heart and you start working with its power of love for self and humanity and you start slowly just working with the feelings that arise upset feelings heartbreak anger frustration all of that and just work with it day by day no, there's no you as long as we live we're alive to become more of you is, is an always journey there are people who t- i want to get here it's like what you're not gonna you know you get to a spot in a project you want to do you get to a spot in uh, you know you create those five to ten year business goals whatever but the way you can grow the way that you feel every day that's what that's the control part the consciousness wanting to know every day that's that fear part again versus just being you allowing you to feel complete whole calm that is power that's when you are able to always be you and know when you're being a minute scared because something's not going the way you were trying to get it to go you're, you don't get angry you realize all the components the human elements the sense of you elements the unknown of life elements you work through the mental layers the emotional layers you work with your ego yourself the nervous system then you're choosing flow as that primary feeling i say unconditional love because that's going to be a part of how you process the other emotions that take place when the uncomfortable the unknown the unexpected happens when the people doing things that piss you off happen it's you choosing not to again allocate okay i'm going to stay pissed and i'm going to react this way it's you saying i have the power i got the power and you can have it as far as you want but the people who choose to justify emotions that are non-flowing they will stay in a place of duality for as much as neutrality can come into place those feelings they will always say they're meant to be here for these reasons and that's what their structure will be like not good or bad everyone has options i will tell you for me being in this place of complete neutrality and unconditional love being able to work with the nervous system's response with that ego that self and when it's afraid and something's happening that is sad or angry or upsetting it's a very different experience you feel those feelings but you have your love and your conscious mind that's working with everything so you're processing with love those emotions it's love for you it's love for life and then it's trying to through the mind understand where your own ego self is involved those beliefs those structures everything that's yours so i like i know exactly what i think is right and wrong and all that so you're walking yourself through that and then you are i committed am i doing things the way i would want to do them and for me it's about being loving so with all the psychological and sociological info i know exactly as long as i'm not being mean and and pointing and voicing information that doesn't need to be voiced and I'm listening that's where I know I'm giving the support all you need to do is listen sometimes and make sure you're okay with it and since I am okay with it cuz that's where it's not my journey it's their journey so what affects me is what I get to process emotionally for example in the realm of my objectives my wants when it comes to people they're all a plus so they're they're here they're not it's a plus career and other things are actually those goals that's what you work to do every day and being happy every day which i am we decide what is important to us that's also claiming your power from within and then working with love is what lightens the load And really life is always light when you're grateful for being conscious because that means you're alive instead if you were not conscious you would not be alive and you would not even know so it's very fascinating when you get to go within and and stay in a place of being able to pursue that inner growth lead with the heart of you and know that the power is the feeling of flow as you get to use your brain at its best as a human being and you get to have interactions with all the feelings and all the, th- the mind everything so it is in time but primarily the only choice that needs to be made for this to happen is for you to say you know what unconditional love and neutrality i'm going to always allow that to take its course first as soon as the conflict arises you begin immediately and when it gets tough where you think that you're stuck where you are in whether it's angry sad you say okay i'm obviously this is wow it's gonna be a major major in a growth place is gonna be a major Uh, healing of something that took place when i was little this is obviously really meaningful to me this hurt so somewhere someone was not there for you for that and you were in dire need of it okay this is why it's always about hurt it's always about fear it's always connected to a place that you may never remember of happening as a situation but your body does and you're there to say i'm not being threatened by a lion or a tiger or a person with a gun i'm i'm, I'm just me what's going on that's claiming your power because you're not staying stuck in the label and the whatever and in that format you're allowing the brain to look at it, evaluate and you're your owner of everything and you get it you can think beyond people that don't get it that they can't think beyond it's because they're claiming the whole right or wrong they're staying in the segments the duality the whatever that's the part it's knowing you're gonna always be in this place at the beginning that's why if it gets the harder it gets the more there's to uncover that you can bring love to and the more you will look over specific belief systems and just that information that is the foundation is As it struggles, you want to say, Okay, I don't need to struggle, even though you may still feel it, but that's where your words count and how you choose to work through that struggle. If you're going to say, Oh, life's hard, then you're going to keep struggling. I got people that I've told you guys this, they do it all the time. I don't say anything because this is where I've shared it once, I've shared it twice the minute they're repeating the same scenario to me and sharing it with me it means that's their way of processing it so there we go you let it be that's all it is It's it's not yours and this is where some people say oh but you're not you know helping or you're not this it's like ah no i'm actually being much more helpful than you are by not pointing out something that they obviously can't see and their body keeps reacting with that same fight fight response this, this is where I would say those individuals they stay in a place of um thinking they know what's best for somebody else and that's not any of us know we don't know what's best for somebody else their body knows their brain knows their heart knows it's up to us to support them if we want help help them claim their power from within that's what you can do all the time if you choose otherwise you will stay in a different place but no rights or wrongs always choices always alternatives and i look forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences with this topic so call on in on anchor or leave a voice message and you can also always email me you find the email in the about section on the blog luna12780.com and on the website inspiringhumanpotential.com have a great day sending you all lots of love hugs and smiles